Justice Wisconsin, the truth, the most requested advocate in the state. 101.7 FM, the movement continues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Milwaukee, stand up, yeah. It's Tory Low, the truth, from one to four. We about that action, so tap in and let's go. Uh, we want that justice, we want all the smoke. From Monday through Friday, trying to bring the city hope, yeah. So we low from one to four, Monday through Friday, let's go. We bout that action from the block, and we ready, let's go. Tap in, and it ain't no holding back. We ready, we ready. 1017 The Truth, Tory Lowe. Tory Lowe Show, live from American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue. The movement continues. The marathon continues right here. On 101.7 The Truth, thank you for joining me for the third hour of the Tory Lowe Show. And we've been having a great conversation. I appreciate Truth Nation for having this conversation with me today on the air because we can't forget about what's going on on the front lines, that battle that happens day to day in our homes on the front lines. And I appreciate those for contributing to the conversation on ways to get around domestic violence, domestic abuse, domestic confrontation in the house. You know, strategies, things that we can use to uh, be more ahead of the curve instead of seeing these explosive stories uh, that we've been seeing recently over the weekend on our social media feeds about these extreme domestic situations. And there is another story that I want y'all to tap into that took place this took place uh this story came out february 17th a woman stabbed to death by ex-boyfriend in lower makefield township in, in in pennsylvania now in this situation uh the boyfriend you know stabbed his girlfriend and then he fled the scene then when police caught up to him he was trying to stab himself and kill himself but the thing is you know, you can't come back from some of this stuff. You can't come once you make certain things, put certain things in play. Some things you just can't come back from. But let's listen to this story. What took place? In other news tonight, a 19 year old girl is dead in Bucks County. Police say she was stabbed by her ex-boyfriend outside of her home. Action News reporter Brianna Smith has the latest on the investigation tonight from Upper Makefield. Lower Makefield Township police say the man is in the hospital after undergoing surgery for his injuries. Meanwhile, they spent hours at the scene collecting evidence as they tried to determine why he stabbed his 19-year-old ex-girlfriend to death in broad daylight. It's really sad and really devastating, obviously, that somebody was here and now gone just a couple hours ago. Residents who live in the Brookstone condos are feeling upset and unsettled after their young neighbor was violently killed on Friday. Great neighborhood. Um, something like this is just, just terrible. Lower Makefield Township Police responded to a burglary call on the 2500 block of Waterford Road around 3 p.m. That's when they saw 23-year-old Trevor Weigel stabbing his 19-year-old ex-girlfriend outside her home. The male was seen stabbing the female multiple times. Immediately upon seeing the police, the male fled. Officers gave chase and other officers remained with the female to render aid. While the officers were chasing the male, they could observe him stabbing himself multiple times in the neck. Police say officers captured Weigel around the corner close to this fence near I-295 with the help of a taser and a canine. I just thought it was like a deer. 
and I was like, oh, this can't be like a real crime scene until I saw four or five cop cars and then the tape and then the kind of the reality set in that something must have happened. Wow. Police say Weigel underwent surgery for life-threatening hey. injuries at the hospital. Hey, look, I'll, I'll tell you this. It's, you know, that, that, that it's no gratification in, like a lot of people think that they feel that they're gratifying uh, anger, satisfying their anger by doing others like, you know, being violent towards somebody else, but you're really not. You're really not. And you're hurting yourself and some things you just can't come back from. That's why you have to understand and, 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 and approach things in a mature manner. And sometimes it's just mature to just leave, to just leave it alone. You know, and in this case, it seems like this was the next girlfriend and this guy approached her. And, and many times you got to know if the situation was risky at the first place, once you get away, you can't re-engage many times. You know, if that person was abusive or violent or you, you left for a reason. <laughs> you know, so. <sighs> but what are we doing to avoid to get ahead of some of these domestic ideas? 833-212-1017. Talk to text 833-212-1017. 1017. Al, you're on a new 1017 The Truth. Tap in. Good evening. First of all, don't allow nobody to live with you. Number one. Any person who brings drama, you let them rock like a dead body in the cemetery. Don't nobody got time for that. There's too many men and women and money and people who can give you the finer things in life to sit with a garbage, a low-class idiot, and you miss out on life for kibbles and bits and a mm. good 10 minutes, let that sap sucker rock. And if anybody brings you drama, you, you disconnect them immediately. See, sometimes these girls keep going back because their mind is wide open because they got their taco crack. It ain't even worth it. If, mm. you, if, you're, if you come acting like you got kicked off a bus, let him or her rock. I'm pretty sure it's a whole lot of kickbacks that nobody else wants to deal with that drama. They ain't for you. Let it go. They didn't make the cut. They wasn't good enough. Let them rock. I don't do that. Anybody I mess with, Tori, 75 and over. And anybody who give me yam yam and I crack that taco, you come in for an hour, I'm dropping you off after you done and you ain't leaving mm. your clothes. You got to keep them on a train. You got to keep them moving, keep them grooving. Some of them you got to leave in the garbage can. Some of them you just got to let them rot. And, when, and the other thing, Tori, it got a lot of drugs and anger out here. These perks, this meth, this cocaine, all that other stuff, they do that, you let them rot even more. And if that ain't good enough, let Jesus come get him. I mean, hell, he ain't good enough for anybody. Maybe he can save the ones on crack. Because if you don't, they're going to be putting you in the crack, which is a coffin. Let them go. Have a good day. Mm. And and sometimes you got to identify what's what's not good for you, the drama. Like, I, when I'm around people that love the drama, I don't have to say nothing. I automatically know that I'm not going to spend a lot of time around Somebody that loves the drama. I'm not. It just, I'm not even going to say nothing. I'm just not going to be around. Because what you think going to happen? See, a lot of people watch a lot of their 
peoples or people they're hanging out with and they 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 involved in a lot of drama, well, eventually that drama going to hit you. <laughs> what you think going to happen? That's why it's always better to understand where you're going, what you're trying to do, so you can add the people that fit the plan. A lot of y'all roaming around here just taking it day by day. Like, y'all don't really have a real goal set. So y'all don't mind somebody uh, calling you out your name or uh, treating you like trash or saying things to you, you know, that maybe they wouldn't say to somebody else with some rules and some regulations. See, see, this is where we have to be preventative. And there's nothing wrong with being preventative. It's nothing wrong with saying, hey, I don't appreciate you saying this to me off the top. I don't appreciate you the way you're trying to treat me and handle me. This ain't that. At least not with me. Before You got to nip it in the bud off the top. Because if you allow people to, to mistreat you and do things to you, then when you try to finally take a stand for yourself, they got in the habit of disrespecting or doing things that you may not like. So you got to talk about it up front and let them know straight off the top how this going to work. And there's nothing wrong with that. People need to know how to treat you. But then you got some people say you may not know how to treat yourself. <laughs> That's why you allowing it to happen. But this is a great time to have a conversation just in case you don't know. So now you know if you're listening, and for those that are listening to the show, start sharing some of these uh, segments with people that probably need to hear it, and they may not hear it from you. Because we got to put an end to the confusion when it comes to teaching our people how to treat themselves and how to treat others. It should be a clear line. It shouldn't be no doubt. You know how, have you ever met a person be like, hey, don't say that to that person because that person don't play that. That person ain't going to take that. So you see people who may treat somebody else like that, but they're not going to treat that person like that because that person made it known that this ain't what you're going to bring over here. This ain't what you're going to bring around me. I'm not going to accept it in my space. I'm not going to, ha- I'm not going to be uh, treated less than. Okay, and if you set the foundations, then people are going to have to either get down with it or leave. Matter of fact, when you set it to where they know, they may not even come around you with that mess. But you have to talk about it. You have to make sure that your children, even with your kids in the house, you know, it ain't, you know, you got to teach them in the way that they should go. And don't wait till it's too late when they get grown to try to do some discipline. Because <laughs> they might try to discipline you. <laughs> hey, what we got in the chat? What we got in the chat on 1017 The Truth? What do we got in the chat? Uh, we got Barbara in the chat. She said, I feel it does, I feel it does domestic abuse victims. It does this. Okay. Okay. Now I got to read it so I don't botch it up. I feel it does domestic abuse victims a disservice saying some women are asking for it. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you this. You know, there's no way that word should allow you to smack somebody if you're not defending yourself. 
That's all I'm going to say. Like, if you allow words to trigger you, then you're just looking for destruction because people say stuff all day. All day. You got you to have thick skin. You know, you know how many people say stuff to me that I don't agree with? But you know what I realize That you got to have thick skin. <laughs> you got to have thick skin, and that's the way it is because the world going to talk about you all day and night if, you, you know, if you're listening. <laughs> it's the way the world works. Now, only, only time I can justify putting your hands on somebody is if you have to defend yourself. And it don't matter who it is at that point. You have a right to defend yourself. Period. But other than that, sticks and stones may break my bones. But words ain't going to do too much. They ain't going to do nothing to me. Understand what I'm saying, Truth Nation. What do we got going on in the chat? And not, not in the chat, but on the talk to text lines. Uh, let me see. Uh, Joseph says, By being an adult and realizing it ain't your kids, it ain't your kids or property, always a choice. By being an adult and realizing they ain't your kids or property. Oh, you're talking about the relationship. They not your property or your kids. So when you're in a relationship, you know, you got a choice to, to, be, to leave, I guess. And uh, somebody says... <laughs> I guess they was uh, talking about Ed, Eddie sounds like a oxymoron, a conservative yuppie. Uh, two, four, five, three says they should. Uh, oh, I guess they was talking about the all-star game. They should switch to all-star game. They should switch the all-star game to a one-on-one -on -one or two-on-two -two tournament. Hmm, like the big three. Hey, I don't know. All I'm saying is we had a long conversation today and we're talking about something that's going on right now. Some of y'all that's listening to the show may be frustrated with what's going on in the house with, you know, maybe your kids or maybe the person you're living with. But I'm going to tell you right now, do your best to, to try to talk and reason it out. And if that can't work, you got to move around. You got to move around or you're going to end up with your mug shot on the news, <laughs> you know, or, or somewhere where life has been lost and it ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. It's too many lakes and rivers out here. It's too many nice, quiet places out here. You can find peace. Hey, look, when we come back, Donald Trump got a shoe. DJ Brother Z. The Air Trumps. <laughs> Donald Trump released his uh, first shoe. We're going to talk about it when we get back. Truth Nation. Stay locked in right here on Tory Lowe. Don't touch that dial. The Tory Lowe Show will be right back on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It's the Tory Lowe Show on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
101. Saving the truth, Tory Lowe, Tory Lowe Show. DJ Brother Z on the ones and twos. Donald Trump released the sneaker line. Hey, they saying that they sold out. They said that they uh sold out so- shortly after he announced it. Now, these some pricey uh sneakers. They $399 for the uh Never Surrender High Top Sneaker. Dipped in gold. Oh, they get with the gold look on them. Hey, DJ Brothers, are you gonna get, are you gonna get the Air Trumps? No. <laughs> Not gonna get the Air Trumps. Uh-uh. Uh well, let's listen to see what's going on with Trump in this new release of the new sneaker. Donald Trump is launching a new business venture. Donald Trump is launching a new business venture. He's getting into the sneaker game. Take a look. Well, he made the announcement at SneakerCon in Philadelphia. The line features three different pairs of tennis shoes, a pair of high tops, a pair of red laceless athletic shoes, and a pair of white laceless athletic shoes. I've wanted to do this for a long time. I have some incredible people that work with me on things, and they came up with this, and this is something I've been talking about for 12 years, 13 years, and I think it's going to be a big success. The website selling the sneakers also features a Victory 47 perfume and cologne for sale at $99. Hey, Donald Trump got them sneakers, the Air Trumps. The Air Force <laughs> Hey, you know, and this came after a judge uh, ordered Trump to pay nearly uh, $355 million in his New York civil fraud trial. You know, they got they got him a, a judgment on Trump for three hundred fifty five million for fraudulently inflating the values of his properties. Hey, I guess I guess he uh gonna put the shoe out there at almost four hundred dollars, and they said he got some a lesser pair of shoes and that that he has you know a red pair and a I guess they don't have laces, but uh. They had $199. Air Trump's, uh, hey, they, you, you know, you might see a lot of people out there, you know, at the polls with the Air Trump's. <laughs> hey, a, you know, I'll, I'll tell you this, you know, when I look at this political, the 2024 political season, every day, you know, Every day you got Biden out here. They saying he mentally incompetent to stand trial, you know, to, to be prosecuted for whatever he did. Trump got prosecuted. The prosecutor in Georgia, Franny Willis, is, is under investigation for, I guess they said that she paid, uh, Another attorney who she was having a romantic relationship with money to do the Trump case and then went to spend it on vacation. So last week, Franny Willis was going through. It's a circus. It's a circus. But since we talking about what's going on down in uh, Foden County, let's get an update on the Franny Willis situation. It's wrapped up testimony late today. Good evening. Thanks so much for joining us for Fox 5 News at 6. I'm Tom Haynes and for Russ Spencer. I'm Courtney Bryant. Willis did not return to the stand after her fiery testimony Thursday, but her father did. Fox 5 IT reporter Randy Travis joins us live to explain why John Floyd was called as a witness. Randy? 
Yeah, Courtney, her dad testified that he never saw Nathan Wade at his daughter's house, uh, never even met him until last year. The state hoping to dispute allegations that Wade and Willis were dating before she hired him as special prosecutor. We did, though, get a glimpse through her dad into what life has been like for the DA since she started the Trump investigation. There have been so many death threats, uh, uh, and they said they were going to blow up the house. They were going to kill her. They were going to kill me, and I was concerned for her safety. John Floyd painted a frightening picture of what life was like for his only daughter after she announced her office was investigating Donald Trump. So much so, Fonnie Willis had to move out of the South Fulton home she built. Somebody needed to protect the house, and I stayed there to basically take care of the house, uh, to take care of the yard, to take care of that. Also, somebody sprayed, um, um, again, the B word and the N word on the house, and I don't think my daughter even knew that. Uh, I cleaned it off. Defense attorneys argue a romance between Willis and special prosecutor Nathan Wade constitutes a conflict of interest so egregious the election interference charges must be dismissed. They also argue Willis benefited financially from hiring Wade because the two traveled on expensive vacations. Both testified Thursday that Willis repaid Wade for her share of those trips but had no receipts to prove it because she reimbursed him with cash. That's not unusual, said Floyd. Your Honor, I'm not trying to be racist, okay? But it's a black thing, okay? You know, I was trained. It's a black thing. Most black folks, they hide cash or they keep cash. We also learned Wade was not the DA's first choice to be special prosecutor. Former Georgia Governor Roy Barnes said Willis offered him the job, but he turned it down, wary of similar death threats he experienced when he removed the Confederate emblem from the state flag years ago. I told uh, D.A. Willis I didn't, I'd lived with uh, bodyguards uh, for four years and I didn't like it and I wasn't going to live with bodyguards for the rest of my life. I can't remember when they were. Former Wade Law partner Terrence Bradley was originally billed as a hearing star witness with defense attorney Ashley Merchant reading text she got from him referring to the romance between Wade and Willis. But Bradley was less than helpful and clearly did not want to testify. You're asking me if he if he ever mentioned to me that he socialized with Miss Willis, correct? And I'm saying I cannot recall if he socialized with Miss Willis if he ever mentioned to me that he socialized. Hey, all right. Well, what they try to do is pinpoint was money exchanged on these vacations, which will create a situation for them to say that they need to dismiss the case against Trump. Now, you got to realize you're talking to two lawyers now. They know what to say. They know how to avoid being implemented. That's, that's my opinion on it. First of all, these ain't no regular people. These are lawyers. <laughs> a lawyer on the stand, they already know the tricks of the trade. They, know, they already know not to indict themselves. So we ain't going to never really know what took place. They just know to say the things that don't put them in a situation where they, they can be, you know, used as a way for Trump to get out of that trial. Okay. So we don't know what happened. Plus, the best friend said that they was messing around long before that. And the best friend came out and spilt all the beans. So we got a couple testimonies outside of 
uh, Franny Willis and uh, Wade that 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 says that they were in a relationship prior to the Trump indictment, her indicting Trump. So what I believe somebody on the a one on one seven the truth on YouTube says, uh, <laughs> Tori, what's your thoughts on the Franny Willis hearing? I think we'll never know because they lawyers, they smart. They going to say the things that need to be said to prevent them from being in trouble. That's what I feel. And could have, could they have been messing around before the Trump case? It could have, but we ain't going to never know. (laughs) Is it our business? I guess if some tax dollars are involved, I guess it became our business uh, uh, for the people down up up in Georgia. And is it a way for them to find a way to get Trump out of the election fraud idea with his uh, attorneys? Yes. I believe that's so, that's so too. So it's a hosh posh of things going on down in Georgia. I just got the popcorn and soda right now. I'm trying to see the final outcome. What is the decision that's going to be made from this? Because I'm going to tell you, uh, when when Attorney Wade, the man that was accused of being involved with Franny Willis, was on the stand, his body language said a lot. His body language, the way he was answering the questions, even though he's an attorney, he was answering the questions like he was, you know, sweating. (laughs) Hey, plus he had to deal with a divorce he was going through. So he had a double whammy. He was he was being questioned about what he was doing with the money he got from taking the Trump case and his marriage was included because they was trying to say that he was messing around with Franny during the marriage. So, hey. Interesting. Interesting, DJ Brothers. It's a whole drama. I believe they're going to. Make a documentary on this. I'm watching. If this, if this ever goes to a Netflix documentary, I'm watching. I'm getting the popcorn and the soda. But when we come back, we'll be joined on the lines by Justice Wisconsin advocate and author Elizabeth Brown. Truth Nation. Stay locked in right here on Tory Lowe. The Tory Lowe Show returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app at 1017thetruth.com. You are listening to The Tory Lowe Show on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. One oh one seven The Truth, Tory Lowe, Tory Lowe Show. Tune in to The Tory Lowe Show tomorrow at 2 p.m., as I will be joined by Milwaukee County Executive David Crawley, we will discuss the role of county executive and what he is doing for the black community when it comes to affordable housing and oversight of the Milwaukee County Jail. This will be an interview you don't want to miss. Again, that's Milwaukee County Executive David Crawley on the Tory Lowe Show tomorrow at 2 p.m. on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. Joining me on the lines is Justice Wisconsin Advocate and Arthur Elizabeth Brown. Hey, how you doing, Queen? Hey, salute, King. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Now, 
we had a couple conversations going, but uh, over the weekend I saw multiple stories back to back of domestic ideas going on. And I was looking in the comments and it's almost like we have become numb to these type of situations. And even though they're Um, shocking, it's almost like a numbness to it. We've become accustomed, especially in the black community. Again, um, when you watch George Floyd die, um, when every day you you see um, somebody, or, or you're watching, or you're you're going to visuals uh, of individuals dying again in the black community, whether it was from COVID or I mean, we've seen the worst of the worst. Um, the most domestic relationship is that the one between black Americans and America. Um, and again, you, you find yourself being desensitized at some point when you think about the movies, um, that the European, um, the Jewish movie uh, executives that they make for black folks, it always has something to do with pimping, killing, cussing, um, prostituting, uh, cheating, uh, sexual abuse, domestic abuse, everything that we're uh, sold has desensitized us. It's become a normal. Um, When you think about the music that our children listen to every day, um, sensationalized violence, um, drug dealing, drug taking, um, prostitution, homosexuality, uh, everything that's at a detriment to our community. Um, and it's on mainstream radio, TV, everywhere you turn, when you turn the news on, you know, all they give us is the negativity. So again, and on our reality shows, those reality shows too, that they put on BET. Correct. (laughs) Again, when you think about what do we have, what have been put before us that have been positive? Because even to the extent of me and you, our generation and the generations before us, you know, had the uh, good times, the Jeffersons, you know, the Cosby show. In our children's generation, your sons and my daughters, there haven't been any proper or um, uplifting images for black women, black men, little boys and little girls. You know, when you think about how you see your child's uh, reaction to um, going to school and having a bad day and the police is called on them. When they're trying to communicate that they're not having a good day, they're sent to the principal's office. You understand? When, When they're unable to communicate in a certain way, the police is called. Okay. I mean, to a point where even just walking down the street, you considered being uh, fitting the description. Stopping fresh. Of some violator, you know, uh, the realities uh, of what's happening. Uh, we've been desensitized because they sell it to us. They promote it to us, even on your, your time feed, like you stated, the algorithms 
what they giving you is all negativity. There's nothing positive. Even to the point of our conversations, you know, when it comes to our children, it's the negative notations that comes first. You know, and that's why when when it comes to you being able to remember certain things, a person could have been good to you your whole life and did one thing wrong, and you will hold on to what they did wrong for the rest of your life. Right. Because that one time that they messed up zeroes out all the time that they've been there for you, all the times that they didn't gave you something, and that's the negative programming. The propaganda programming that goes on right. on the TVs and the tablets that our children are watching every day. Hey. I mean, when, when you think about uh, having boundaries and finding value in yourself as a black man or a black woman in America, because the relationship that we have is domestic. Right. You understand? Like, there, there is no good treatment. We're still fighting every day just to be. And we don't have the basic necessities. And you can't go to the doctor without them misusing or abusing you. You can't go to work because you're dealing with the day-to-day of being black in America and working in a predominantly white institution or corporation. So when you're seeing at, at some point, that energy has to go somewhere. And the majority of the time where it winds up going is to the people that you love and care about the most because they're the only ones that cared enough to be there for you in the times where things start to fall apart. Mm. America is slowly but surely crumbling, you know, but black being black in America, it's always been a war. You know, so how, we're how, walking around again with untrained trauma. How do we from manage America? How do we manage to to understand that we have to have a plan, a coping idea when we recognize this so we don't fall into these traps where we can lose everything. You know, I told my son, you you, right. don't, you don't have to be a drug dealer or, or somebody that's out here tearing up the community to go to jail. You know, all you got to do is get into one bad incident at the house. <laughs> And you're going to get the same amount I mean, of time. The sad, re- the sad reality, when we had these conversations with our children, like I told you, you know, a while ago, my daughter said, Mama, I did everything right. Why am I being treated so wrong, mm-hmm. unfairly? Because to be righteous in a world that is built on negativity, if you're not belittling yourself, you know how many times good citizens right now in this time is suffering and they did everything right? Right. So you don't have to do anything wrong. You're being black is considered you being automatically wrong, automatically guilty. So in reality, what we have to tell our children is when you understand that the world that you live in is wicked and, and ratchet, because there really is no uh, material benefit or no accolades that come in with being righteous. Ain't Besides no trophies the, for the it. belittling, the blackballing, the standing out. You have to just make sure, because the first thing we need to do as black Americans, as those are, that are indigenous to this planet, is understand the history. But we're going to continue to repeat. And like you stated, it's about 
making sure to, to prevent anything, you must first be aware right. of what it is that you're trying to prevent. And the awareness of this world trying to whitewash and make it seem like everything about us is negative. Because you have so many youth right now who looking at it like, okay, I did everything right. You know, I, I went to school like they told me to do, top of my class. And then you realize that by passing those tests, by getting your degrees, by going to work, and you find out that, okay, I have my bachelor's degree, I have my master's degree, and now the job only want to pay me $20 an hour. $20 an hour, I got to pay back my, my student loans. Like, I mean, we're, it's a tragic time right now, and we got to find a way within ourselves by dealing with the truth. We have to find value in our own life because when you find value in your life, you no longer allow individuals that are vibrating lower than you to bring you outside of yourself that will put you in a compromising position. I agree. I agree. And the reality of that is educating yourself on on you. I call it a PhD in me. Going in within yourself. Go to school on yourself. Know what it is you like. Know what you don't like. Because the reality of it is we all have something that can push us to the edge or make us snap. Because, again, in the black community, we was taught if you allow somebody to call you a punk or talk about your mama, then you was weak. And in reality... It was a setup. If, yes, because in reality, they got control over you if they can say something to trigger you to do the worst thing you've ever done. And then, then you, you look, have the control when you don't allow them to trigger you. In the game of chess, if they get you to become emotional, you lost. You lose the game because you're not thinking logically. So it's it's really we got to unprogram ourselves and find value in our own life because then you're able to see when somebody who's not worthy comes along and you're willing to to take an exit. I agree. You have the power to leave. I agree because the thing is, you gotta you gotta have a plan. Your plan has to make sure that you can move from A to B, and 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 when you have a plan and when you have direction, and that takes time to figure that out. But when you come up with that plan and direction, it doesn't leave room for somebody to interrupt it by being negative, by coming in and being disrespectful, because the plan says that's not going to allow me to be successful. Hey, look, when we come back, Elizabeth Brown, I want to get your final thoughts. Truth Nation. Stay locked in right here on Tory Lowe. This is the Tory Lowe Show on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app at 1017thetruth.com. Tune in to the award-winning 1017 The Truth's Black History Always special tomorrow at 6 p.m. as we celebrate black history, culture, and our influence across the state of Wisconsin. In this show, you'll hear in-depth interviews 
with Brewers Associate Manager Ricky Weeks and as well as Marquette Head Men's Basketball Men's Basketball Coach Shaka Smart. Also myself, Tori Lowe, will narrate an audio essay titled Playing Playing Quarterback, Playing Quarterback While Black, featuring Jeremy White, the son of Packers legend Reggie White. Again, that's Black History Always Tomorrow at 6 p.m. on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. The Truth Celebration of Black History Month is sponsored by Tayback Law, Educators Credit Union, Freighted, and the Medical College of Wisconsin and American Family Insurance, Elizabeth Brown. Uh, let me get your final thoughts on the show today. I mean, again, powerful as always, King, and these are real-life conversations that we need to have because for so long we've been lied to, we've been lied on. Right. Uh, nobody ever just came with the truth. And, um, again, we know that we have protested and done all of that because we felt like nobody never listened. Uh, now is a pivotal time in history that you're able to be on the airwaves and ask the real questions, ask the hard questions that's not been asked. Open up people's mind to think for themselves because for so long we never felt like we had an option or that we were an option, that you can always get up from a table you don't feel right. uh, you're being served righteously. Um, the power that we have, um, understanding that just because your mother failed and your father failed, it's not where you came from, it's where you at. You don't have to be like your mother. You don't have to be like your father. You can choose to be who you are right now. Because you, one thing for sure and two for certain, um, they lied to us, you know. And when you right. understand that everything was a lie, you no longer have to follow that script. You no longer have to uh, not know how to communicate. Like I said, I don't think a lot of us knew how to properly communicate, and that meaning being able to listen instead of reacting. Right. You know, uh, proper communication is you taking the time and caring enough to hear a person out, to receive what it is they're saying, allowing yourself to reflect on the situation on the day in totality and think before you act. But again, being in the traumatized mode that we are, a lot of us trauma bond, you know, and, right. and what's triggering about having PTSD, anything can trigger your trauma. And in those moments is the pivotal moment, because what you do in that moment of you being triggered could cause you or somebody else their life. And so we, what we have to make sure that we're doing day to day is making sure we're checking in with ourselves. Make sure we're having real-life conversations. Because one thing for sure, that we can't continue on the way we've been continuing on, thinking that just because that happened for us and we mo if we moved on from it, that we're not still bothered by it. You have to feel it to heal it. Hurt people hurt people. And when a hurt person understands that they don't have to lash out, then they can start to heal. And I the agree. healing process is dealing with the pain that comes with the truth. You're not who they said you are. Just because they call you something don't mean you had the answer to it. And in reality, it begins with the perpetuation of the truth like, it, like we perpetuated the lie. So, I agree. We're changing. Uh, 5923 says trauma is anger. 
Anger is abuse. Silence is anger. Most times we don't even know why we have that anger or why the anger is directed towards us. Uh, it's about searching within. You're right. It is. Hey. And it, it's a powerful thing. Like my father used to say, his words is, they can't give you what you're not open to accept. Stop accepting less than. Find value in yourself. All right. Hey, look, a tough conversation we had today, but we got to have it because the people on the front line that's out here day to day, we it, frustration comes. But we got to know how yes. to manage that frustration. That's the point. How to manage Period. We working, King. Hey, look, I appreciate you for being on the front lines as usual. And we got a lot of work to do, Queen. Hey, let's get it, King. One love. All right, talk to you soon. All right, DJ Brother Z. All right, Tori Lopez, what the fuck? Let's get it. Hey, look, thank you, Truth Nation, for tuning in. Hey, look, I'm going to tell you right now. We got to have these tough conversations so those who are listening that may not know can get some kind of information to manage themselves when they may be in a situation where they have to make a decision on being abusive or leaving it alone. Powerful conversation, Dr. Ken Harris, up next.